With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It is 27 away from 8 o'clock on Halloween. Happy Halloween to you. Welcome into the shop. You've just joined us. Yes, mate. But Iron Maiden can't go wrong. Fear of the Dark. Great song. Great song. Uh, it's a Kennards make trade easy. Ken Oath, they do. Here's some sports headlines for you. Black Caps captain Kane Williamson appears to be on track to return from his thumb injury for the crucial World Cup match against South Africa. Williamson suffered a broken thumb in the side's win over Bangladesh more than two weeks ago, forcing him to sit out the last three matches. He's back hitting cricket balls in the nets, though, and Gary Stead says that's an encouraging sign before their seventh World Cup match in Pune. Yeah, be interesting to see how that goes. Of course, he did uh, break it, not fielding. He broke it batting. Uh, it was a throw that came in. Uh, and hit him on the hand uh, that ended up breaking his thumb. Thanks for the text that came through and corrected me on that one. Uh, Luis Rubiales, the former president of the Spanish Football Federation, who faces accusations of sexual assault in Spain, has been banned from all football-related activities by FIFA for three years. World Soccer's governing body initially suspended him for three months following the alleged non-consensual kiss he gave to Spanish player Jenny Hermoso after the World Cup final on August 20. Rubiales has said he's going to appeal. The incident has blown up a sexism storm that attracted global headlines, overshadowing Spain's triumph. Rubiales is now under investigation by Spain's High Court for alleged sexual assault and coercion following a criminal complaint by Hermoso as well. And uh, tell you what, it was pretty ugly yesterday in France. There's a bit of, bit of worry, Kempi. I mean, we just had the Rugby World Cup there and there were protests going on at the time uh, over a bunch of governmental stuff. Uh, but they've got the Olympics there not too far away, and now they're starting to worry about security because there was a uh, French football game between two of the big teams over in France, Olympic Lyonnais and Olympic Marseille, they're big rivals. That game was called off before the teams got to the stadium because the visitors' bus was attacked by fans pelted with stones and beer bottles. And Lyon coach Fabio Grosso, who won the World Cup with Italy in 2006, uh, he's the coach of that team. He sustained facial injuries and had to be taken to hospital 
um, wow. as a result. Since Sunday's incidents happened outside Marseille Stade Velodrome, the French League has no jurisdiction to impose points deductions, but they could decide that the game has to be played behind closed doors. Yeah, t- taking, uh, I guess, support to another level, aren't they, with... Uh with football, what what makes what makes it really interesting for me is when you're watching football is that the Hollywood's on the football pitch and the way that they get stuck into the referees is like theatre, you know, and the and the and some of the best theatre when you see them rolling around, you know, as if they've got compound fractures around a, a sock that's got got a little bit of a toothpick in it. Um, but then you go outside the stadium and outside the the, the fences where the where the fans are, and they are just so passionate. Like I mean, to 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 the belief where it's like war, out, out and out war, um, attacking buses and attacking players and stuff like that. Like come on, that's not sport now. That that ruins, I guess, every essence that sports about, of two teams competing. Um, and again. You know, it must be a real worry for them if you're talking about the Olympics being in France, so that that type of stuff, that type of behaviour. Yeah, what do you, what do you think as an athlete? What would you be thinking as an athlete? Do I go and put myself in the, into into that position? Um, you know, we've seen we've seen history tells us that it's a pretty scary spot to be in. So yeah, what they need to, I guess, security is probably one of their first priorities coming up to that. Yeah, 100% it is. I mean, there was a couple of years ago, there was a game, and I'm pretty sure it was Marseille again, uh, were playing, I think, Nice, and uh, one of the Marseille players, uh, Dimitri Payet, used to play for West Ham, was taking a corner, and he was getting heaps of stuff thrown at him, and one of the things thrown at him was a bottle, plastic bottle, but it was half full, three quarters full, Yeah. and it hit him, Yeah. and he turned around, and he was, yeah. real, he was really pissed off, and he picked it up, and he threw it back at the crowd. And then the crowd came yeah. over the barrier at him, and then both benches emptied, and it was the players <laughs> and the staff fighting the fans on the field, and the game had to be called off. Well, I've been I've been involved in three incidents that I can talk about. One as a player, when I tell you that one about going to Featherston, mm-hmm. the local derby, Castle versus Featherston, and fifty p coins going whizzing past your head, um, right on the side of the, the stadium there, and walking out of the ground, and the coach had come up there with his car with his name plastered on it, and it had been Molotov. Molly Tofton was burn, burning out when we walked out. Pretty extreme as a 26-year-old. Yeah. Okay? That's pretty extreme. The second one, I was, uh, I was watching State of Origin when they th- started throwing bottles on what you're talking about. New South Wales, where I think they were the ones being attacked by Queenslanders up at Lang Park. If I can get that right, I've got that much rugby league in my head. The third one was at Eden Park when the, when the Kiwis in 2010, when we won the Tri-Nations... And we lost that game at Eden Park. But what they had done during the day is they'd opened up all the bars and and kicked off a three a triple header, never had enough security at the game. And they started throwing full um, glasses of, of drinks, beer and at, at the bench. And I was standing on the bench with a set of cans on, looking around at people, and I was feral, mate. Now, to put that into context, there was m- maybe 20,000 people there, mm. yeah? When you're talking about this French soccer um, hooliganism, we're talking thousands, like tens of thousands of people. Now, from from an athlete's point of view and a coach's, and in this case, the coach getting injured, that is something really serious and scary. Like you'd be considering, what am I doing sitting here? You know, under the stealth of darkness, would you now travel to games? You wouldn't be putting yourself out there with your name all over the bus, would you? No, hell no. You certainly wouldn't. Certainly wouldn't. So a few things to be ironed out by the looks of things ahead of the Olympics. Although I've got to say, 
Rugby World Cup itself didn't hear too many problems around the rugby. No, because we were too worried about the referees and the TMOs, Rick. No yeah. one, no one had a chance to get into it. Yeah, well, that is true. That is true. Actually, Roy's come through <laughs> on that. Roy's come through with a text on double eight double three. Hey, I wouldn't call it a recommendation as such, but I watch a very scary horror movie on Sunday morning on Sky Sport. Anyone else catch that? <laughs> Thanks very much, Roy. Well played, son. Yeah, well, well played. It was for every. It was well. It was a black. Was a black morning, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, it ended up pretty green afterwards. Uh, yeah, I, I think I, I think I've I've been that movie. Yeah, been that one. That's it, that's it. Do not watch again. Do not watch again. It is uh, twenty away from eight o'clock here on SENZ. You're with Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Keep your texts rolling through. Double eight, double three. We'll get to more of those next.